The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Hey, everybody, this is The Ashholes. Each week, they smoke a different cigar, sometimes the same cigar, but mostly different, and they give their honest impression. They always assign an official Ashholes rating to that cigar. So, pull up a chair, light up, relax, be an Ashhole too. It's very rewarding. Broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, this is the Ash Holes Podcast, and today we're going to talk about what is the best time of day to smoke a cigar. Whoa. Oh, That's yeah. a difficult thing to say. I mean, yeah, it's <laughs> very subjective. Yeah. <laughs> it's subjective, but there's good times to do certain oh, things and better are. times. Bad, what's the best time, right? Mm. Yeah. What's the best time? So uh, what are we going to have here today? Uh, Dan, what do we have? Well, today we're going to light up the 22 North by 83 West. This is a cigar that comes to us from Honduras. The size we're smoking is the Corona Sexture, which is a 5.5 by 46. I like it. Brazilian Corojo wrapper, Costa Rican binder, and then the filler is Dominican, Nicaraguan, and Honduran. And you can get this for $5.99, and you can find this cigar on twoguyscigars.com. That is the number two. GuysCigars.com. But even the filler is all Corojo. Mm. Everything's. This is a five Corojo blend using five different tobaccos. A lot going on in the cigar, including the price. Mm. Yeah. Under $6. $5.99 for the cigar. But the only thing I'll say on the negative side of it, it seems very small. (laughs) <laughs> it's a 46 ring gauge, which used to be a regular cigar. Right. Yeah, it just feels but doesn't smaller it now. seem so small? Is it yeah. making your, your fingers feel? It does. It almost <laughs> yeah. makes yeah. my fingers look fat. <laughs> when I picked Not, it up, I was like, feels light, but it's yeah. just a smaller ring gauge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, this is um, a two-guy smoke shop exclusive cigar. There it's not go. available anywhere else. Hmm. Uh, so you don't hear us talking about it all that much, but big, huge seller. As a matter of fact... And I did a um, Dave six-pack today, and I, I got it in there, but we had to pull it from the stores to get it, yeah. uh, have enough of them. Uh, they come in every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, the maker of it is Jesus Fuego. And we talk about authentic Corojo often, and it's usually uh, a rower's name attached to yeah, it. Right. Um, which is the authentic Corojo. But in El Corojo, Cuba, there's a road, and I went to this exact place, El Corojo, Cuba, where their two farms are. And there was the Aroa farm on the left, and there was Jesus Fuego's family farm on the right. Hmm. And they both were making this tobacco. Those were the two people that hmm. were doing it at the time. They took the seeds. So the only two people that have the seed of authentic Corojo tobacco is the Aroas and the Fuegos. Wow. Uh, so Jesus Fuego's father and uncle, and I met them, older men now, um, they grow it in these different places, mm. and they are tobacco growers. They are not so much cigar makers. They tried. There used to be a J. Fuego cigar that was yeah. out there. It was a very good cigar, but they weren't into marketing. They didn't know the U.S. market right. at all. So they they grow tobacco to sell to other people. They make very, very little amount of cigars for basically friends and stuff like that. Right. So um, I've known them for a long time. Uh, I actually haven't seen them probably in five years. Hmm. Um, but the next time I see him, I want to strangle him because we don't get enough cigars, <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah. So let's give it a light. Uh, uh, first of all, the yeah. cold draw, though, is bran flakes with a little extra earth to it. It's kind of mm. like an off-brand off, off brand bran flakes. 
Maybe a little bit basement in there too. Yeah, mm. every basement. My, yeah, mm. this is like in the humidifier in the basement. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, what do you think? Is it time to light our cigars? It is. Well, it's brought to you by Perdomo, the hottest brand in the land, a company founded on quality, tradition, and excellence. And they are celebrating a, today. There's a new Perdomo. Oh, yeah. There's a new Perdomo. <laughs> new Not a cigar, but right. a grandchild for Nick. Nicholas. Yeah. Nicholas had a baby today. Uh, baby girl, right? Baby yeah. girl. And, wow. and uh, it was about a 27-hour labor. Oof. So pretty, I was, pretty good amount of time. Were you there? I wasn't there, no. but I was chatting with him. He's Nick himself is exhausted. Right. He didn't have a lot to do, <laughs> no, so he'd he just give you updates. Yes. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, every, everybody seems good. So uh, that's great for him. Congratulations, Perdomo. This, is the, this yes. is the next generation of Perdomo name. He has another granddaughter also, yes, mm-hmm. but second. that was the daughter married. Right. So this is, was not a Perdomo. She's oh, a yeah. Perdomo. But it's not yeah. Point. So this is uh, really the next Perdomo. Wow. One draw, that's the law. 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 It's brought to you by Abuelo Cigars. You're going to live under my roof? You're going to play by my rules. Abuelo Cigars. You all cheated this week. I saw you all. We were too busy talking about the Prodomos. You all. I feel like I cheated. No, I'm on my first puff. Uh, I'm going to go with Fig Newtons and, uh, le- and leather. Leather and Fig Pepper, black pepper I'm getting yeah. also. I'm not taking away from what you have. Mm-hmm. You, you, you nailed it. But add some black pepper to it. It's pretty full-bodied. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a you, you're right. Yeah. The, the leather's lighter as if somebody threw their Fig Newtons in a purse. <laughs> yeah. And just or just ate them holding it in the catcher's mitt. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> for a snack between uh, innings. The, the people that are on the cigar are on the cigar. Oh, that's, that's all, all they, they get. Want. They, because how do you beat it for the price? Well, you mm. can't. Yeah. I mean, you can get the Corojo flavor somewhere yeah. else, but more money. Mm. Yeah. I mean, working out in the yard, like this is a great cigar. For yeah. Me. Like the price mm-hmm. point and the construction's great. And you add Sullivan for size, strength. This is up your alley. This is good. Yeah. This yeah. is good. I mean, I think it settles down to, you know, medium-ish, mm-hmm. maybe it had above, but uh, it's yeah. very good. The flavor's great. On so, this. as I say, I haven't talked to him in about five years, and I want to strangle him when I see him, but then I want to hug and kiss him because of the <laughs> price it's maintained. And I know, I don't push it. I don't call. I don't do anything. Yeah, the price <laughs> is I going do, up. Yeah. Up there. yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time since the price increased, five years. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I imagine it's coming on the next call, and he's probably waiting for me to call. <laughs> and uh, to do it, and uh, I don't want to do it because I don't want the price change, but it's, it's going to happen. So yeah. enjoy the price. Cigar chicken at its finest. Right, exactly. Enjoy it while you can. Um, so when is the best time to give a price increase? It'll probably be now. <laughs> but when is the best time to smoke a cigar? And there's a few different times to think about when you're doing it. One is important because somebody will say in the morning, well, that's not good enough. Is it... Before breakfast or after breakfast, is it before you've even had any coffee? Completely clean palate. You haven't had anything at all and try a cigar. It's interesting because I was a guy that would have coffee and then light a cigar. Mm. While I'm drinking the coffee, I'm making the coffee. As soon as the coffee's done, have a couple sips, go sit down and smoke a cigar. And then somebody said, try it before you've had actually anything. Oh, my God, does it wake up? Your your palate Mm -hmm. is, is completely clean. 
and it's a whole different experience at that point. And I know a few people that do that. Are you one at Sullivan? Oh, yeah. Before coffee. Before. Yeah. Is it the Before best? Before sunrise, right? <laughs> They're all so out. good. I mean, generally the only time I don't smoke is when I'm sleeping. Yes. In fact, I never smoke when I'm sleeping. Good. Have you ever fell asleep while smoking? No. Oh, really? Okay. Never. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The, the cigar, you know, you always want the one you can't have, right? Which is while I'm eating a steak. Yeah. And that went away. Yes. It's very hard to very find a rare. place. We have to go out and see Brian to do that, right? <laughs> Brian Charles. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I'd have to go with the first of the day clean palate. Clean yeah. palate. Well, it's but, an interesting taste if you've never tried it before. Right. Very interesting. But you can't just brush your teeth and that's, get right see, to that's it. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. We're saying clean palate is that mm. you wake up from the you know the morning and you haven't brushed your teeth and you still have whatever you ate last. No, month. I don't think you're so. talking brush your teeth and then smoke yeah, and, and not right at it because no, it it's be like orange juice. juice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the right. orange juice effect. If you've never. Brush your teeth and then drink a glass of orange juice <laughs> yeah. and yeah. blowing. How have you lived? Gross. Yeah. No, it's not good. Yeah. But so, yet people have breakfast, have orange juice for breakfast often, but yeah. we just know we have to have some. Right. You know, there's so, got to be 10 minutes in there's time. A shallow, there's, a, there's a half life. So yeah. Think of the cigar as your breakfast and then you can brush your teeth. Got after it. Okay. So pre brush. Yeah. I don't know if I did that before. No? Pre brush. Oh, even better. Really? Things just keep getting better. So I have a ritual. You have a morning ritual? Yep. yep. <laughs> so it's come downstairs, have a cup of coffee, put the news on, mm-hmm. and then things start happening. And yeah. I have to go to the bathroom because that's what I'm trying to accomplish. Yes. Happen and get that out of the way. Get the percolation going. Yes. And then after that ends up happening, it's cup number two in a cigar. There you go. And then go to work. That's a good, that, that's a good strategy. That, that is the way it's been. Until somebody told me recently... No, we're talking before you even drink a cup of coffee. Is and I, you have to try it. You have to try it. So I tried it, mm-hmm. and it w- awakened my palate. There's yeah. no doubt about it. There was more flavor. Right. Well, and also too, the goal that you're trying to accomplish, you can also accomplish with tobacco because of the nicotine. Mm-hmm. Yes. It'll also, you know, get you to where you need to go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Although so, it's not going to replace the coffee. No. Because, no. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people argue there's nothing better than a cigar after dinner. Mm. Or after a meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's an argument of after breakfast, before lunch, after lunch, before dinner, after dinner, or where the majority of cigar smokes smoking is after dinner, later in the evening <clears throat> with yeah. alcohol. It's yeah. the majority of what people Nightcap. do. Nightcap. Yeah. I feel like the alcohol takes away from the cigar. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think, I, th- taste buds a lot. I think for people like us, like assholes, it's a little different, but for someone who's a casual smoker, that's probably the only time they're going to want to smoke a cigar. That's true, yeah. You know, so it's their window they're going to do have, it. Have a full belly. Yeah, and, and 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 for me though, honestly, like if I had like a really big meal, like somewhere, like something nice, like very heavy, rich, I actually wanted to smoke a cigar because it actually kind of calms my stomach down a little yeah, bit. Somehow, yeah. I know if you're a novice, it might upset your stomach a little bit. For me, it kind of like levels me back out. You know, so. I'm a fan of the after dinner, but for me, it's like in the I like after breakfast, after teeth brushing, everything like in in route to what I'm doing. It like I just like that little little giddy up on the way to wherever I'm going because mm. I'm a big car smoker. So mm-hmm. it's like oh, for yeah. me, like t- today, it's like 
first cigar, 9.30, 9.45. Yeah. That's my time. Um, the after-dinner cigar is an interesting cigar. Uh, it's a relaxing cigar. Yes. And I tend to, when, I, when I'm going to have a strong cigar, I know it's going to be a strong cigar. It's the limited release, LFD, such and such, and I put it aside. I'm going to wait until a heavy meal mm-hmm. and then actually have the cigar after, and it's going to be later in the day. Right. Uh, I don't know why, because if I'm going to get sick from it, I have a full stomach, and now I'm going to get sick, and <laughs> yeah. I could, could vomit from, from, from a, a heavy, heavy cigar. But like you're, like you're saying, I don't know, it's kind of like, okay, it's going to yeah. soothe me down, it's going to calm me down. Yeah, well, I, and I think a lot of it, too, is I think you and I have a very similar palate where we like stuff more mild. It's like, yeah, maybe you would try one of those LFD, but that's not in your normal rotation, though, I, right? I can't, I can't imagine having it the first cigar of the day. No. Uh, before breakfast or before I drink a cup of coffee and smoke that heavy, heavy cigar, I do remember uh, I came to work one day and a surprise, uh, somebody came to visit me, which was Lito Gomez. Hmm. And he brought me a box of cigars and he was here before we opened the store. Mm-hmm. And it was the uh, LG, Lito Gomez. Yeah, that's a strong cigar. And it wasn't even out yet. Mm. And he says, here, let's have this cigar. And I sat down, and we were making coffee while I was smoking the cigar, so I didn't even have coffee yet. And then the coffee came, and then I taken a couple of cup, uh, sips of coffee, but I'm starting to sweat, and I had to put the cigar down and apologize to him. And I go, I can't take another puff. Yeah. If I take one more puff, it's, it. it's, it's over. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I just can't do it. Yeah. And he says, oh, it's strong, but, it, you know... I had the cigar again at another time, which was later in the mm-hmm. day, another day, yeah. right? And got through it, yeah. But I certainly couldn't get through it in yeah. the day, yeah. yeah. Early in the morning, like yeah, yeah. First half of the day, yeah. it hits me so much harder, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's nice to have a little juice in the morning, but like when you have like that throbbing, like nicotine headache from mm-hmm. a heavy, super heavy duty cigar so that early, yeah. not, not good. I'll so, often have a Neanderthal for yes, you do, you do. Yeah, it doesn't that, it doesn't affect you or whatever, no. but. To what Dan was saying, that a casual cigar smoker tends to smoke later in the day, Mm -hmm. after dinner, and that's when they're going to have their one cigar, and that's when it would be, as opposed to never mind before breakfast. But you know, (laughs) it just you got to build up some some I don't know uh, being awake tolerance that happens there. Um, For for years, for whatever reason, when I owned Two Guys Smoke Shop, I used to wait till after lunch to have my first cigar. Mm. That's how I started in the cigar industry because having a cigar store, I'm like, I'm not going to smoke the profits and smoke everything in right, the store. Right, right. So I ended up waiting till 12 noon. After 12 noon, eat lunch. After lunch, I'm having my first cigar. But the cigars in the morning are really nice. They're yeah. wonderful. It sets the right tone yeah. for the rest of the day. As long as I don't go strong... You know, you saw me this morning. I was a, I was a Byron this morning. Yep. <laughs> and a lot of times we're smoking expensive, nice cigars in the morning where you would think somebody would have that in right. the nighttime yeah. or something. But I, I'd the, rather have a cleaner palate. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's like, it's weird. Like for me, it's like I'd, I'd rather start with a good cigar. Maybe your second cigar, it's a little step down in quality, in price, really. And then like by the third cigar, I'm back. 
because there's I, I'm not going to do back to back to back. So it's yeah. like cigar one and two might be within the uh, thirty minutes of each other, but cigar three I don't have till like three or four hours later. So the palate re kind of cleanses itself. Okay, so make believe like we're regular cigar smokers, regular human beings. We smoke yeah. one cigar a day, and we're retired. We hit the mega bucks. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we get, we're loaded, and we don't have anything to do, but you're going to only have one cigar a day. I can't do the morning then, because then it's gone for the day. Yes. I need to look mm. forward to it. All right, so is it late in the day now at this point? Or? Yeah, I think. But you're not a late guy anyway, so what's no. late? Uh, 6 p.m.? Dusk? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. yeah. When the sun starts to set, we'll maybe watch the sunset while I smoke my one cigar a day. It, it sounds nice that yeah. that's that's the way to go. What do you do? I mean, one cigar a day. I would say I would say like three. You know, whatever. Like, if, I mean, you're Half talking mega millions here. You didn't yeah. you didn't do anything all day, but you probably had errands or went to the mall or yeah. spent some money somewhere. By three o'clock, it's like all right, everything's done. Mm. That's when I light up. Settle down, relax. Yeah. How about you? Like, yeah, like for me, I mean, I can't even picture retirement, mega bucks, but like after work, I mean, it's uh, afternoon before dinner because it kind of keeps you going, you know, you need that little extra. Before cup, dinner. Yeah. Instead of having an extra cup of coffee, it's a cigar. Right. So keeps you going after the exactly, day. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, because of work, but we're not working. We're not working. Right. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Chrissy? Any time of day. It was a, it was a hard one for me because I toss up between the first one of the day with a coffee. I'm not a before mm. a coffee. I'm, that is my breakfast, so I have it with my breakfast. The yeah. coffee, that is perfect. But I will have to go for the after work one f- only because I get to add the relaxation factor to it. Yeah. So I'm having the coffee. I'm coming into work. I'm, I'm gearing up for the day. It gets me going. But before dinner? Yes. Before Finish dinner. work. Yeah. Make a cocktail. So we got sit two, out on be- the porch. two before dinners, but after work. Yeah, I think I'm with you, Ed Sullivan. Mm-hmm. With if there's only one a day, not that it's my perfect cigar of the day. Actually, it's, I would say after dinner is the least amount of cigars I smoke because I'm I, around it I all day. I generally yeah. don't. Smoke and you're already after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we normally <laughs> don't, but we can vision that you can only have one a day. It'll I don't want to waste it yeah. and have the whole rest of the day. You know, thinking, well, I already smoked my cigar. Mm. I wonder. I, I I don't do it now that the nice weather's coming. After dinner every night, well, I get in the, in the habit of, okay, I'm going to go outside, mm-hmm. put my feet up, light a cigar. I, How, how's the mosquitoes? So? They spray and stuff. Oh, right. yeah. 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 I bet that's easy to take care of. Yeah. yeah. And they stay away from the cigar smoke, too. So, But maybe I, I'll start that ritual. Give up one during the day. And <laughs> it's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough to sit and relax or something. <laughs> it, it, it's a thought anyway. Yeah, you're but not good at relaxing. The good news this is, is I your can smoke all I want. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I smoke all I want, which today, one, two, three, four. Okay. Yep. So far. This is number four. Yep. Number four. Ed, how about you? Seven or eight. Wow. You're wow. crazy. All right, uh, why don't we take a break, and when we come back, we'll do our top five delightful news. Here are six-pack and some viewer emails. Only Great Leaf makes great cigars. Aganorsa Leaf stands out because of the distinctive mouth-watering flavors of the Corojo 99 and the Criollo 98 seeds, cultivated by Cuban agronomists on the best lands in Jalapa and Esteli, Nicaragua. When you smoke one of the JFR, JFR Lunatic, Guardian of the Farm or Casa Fernandez cigars, you will experience the unique taste and aroma that makes Aganor Salif different than any other tobacco in the world. Smoke one today and enjoy the signature flavor of Aganor Salif. 
Hello, cigar aficionados. This is Klaus Kellner from Davidoff Cigars. I invite you to taste the elements with Davidoff Escurio, Nicaragua, and Yamasa. From water comes originality. Savor the sweet and spicy originality of the Davidoff Escurio tobaccos born by the rains of Bahia, Brazil. From fire comes intensity. Enjoy the bittersweet aromas and fiery intensity of the Davidoff Nicaragua. From earth comes complexity. Taste the earthy flavors and complex spices that are unique to the red soil of the Yamasa region in Dominican Republic. Only Davidoff Master Blenders could take the power of nature and blend it into a range of exceptional cigars. Each element making each cigar a unique experience. Water, fire, earth. Flavors that have risen from the very world itself. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. Davidoff Cigars. Cigar adventures to a wider world. Looking for a mild cigar? Don Rafael is just that. Solidly constructed, and it offers up a mellow experience that holds a ton of universal appeal. This is just one of the reasons for Don Rafael's enormous success. Looking to get your friend into smoking cigars? The Don Rafael cigar is absolutely the right choice. The brand originally set out to outdo the competition, but for the price, there is no competition. You can't beat Don Rafael. It outsells them all. Don Rafael can be enjoyed any time of the day, all day, and cigar after cigar. The Don Rafael has a smooth, mellow aroma that will not linger. Draped in a seamless golden brown Connecticut wrapper, Dominican long fillers, and a Dominican binder complete the blend. Expect earthy notes with some hints of cedar throughout. And as far as quality everyday blends go, for a mild cigar smoker, it doesn't get more satisfying than this. Remember this, Don. Don Rafael. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly-tailed head, and value, value, value. There are Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what do you expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take a journey. We're back live in the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop, Salem, New Hampshire. We are smoking the 22 North E3 West. Uh, and if you want to follow us on social media, we're on Facebook. And I know we're not Facebook Live right now because of the Facebook issue, but we're still live on YouTube right now. So if you don't see us on one, we're on the other. Facebook Usually issues. On both. Yeah, Facebook issues. just its always a pain. That happened. It happened to the guy with Darby, too, huh? It happens to everybody. Yeah. Like, they just like to change things up. And if you want to send us an email, it's theashowspodcast at gmail.com. 
That's how you'll get on if you send us an email. We'll probably read it because mm-hmm. we don't get all that many, but we have some today. Mm-hmm. This is 22 degrees north, 83 degrees west, which is the latitude and longitude of El Carojo, Cuba, where the seeds in this cigar come from. It's a five-tobacco blend coming from five different countries, uh, Brazil, Costa Rica, Dominican, Nicaragua, Honduras, rolled in, in Honduras with five Corojo blend, and the cigar is $5.99. Mm. It's long-filled, handmade. Uh, get it while you can. Uh, new ones, hopefully, are going to come. We're, we're very, very low on it. but um, It's consistently I, good. I mean, it's just... I'm imagining mm. we're going to see a, a, a major, major price increase after five years of nothing. Uh, uh, we'll see. Let me ask you. In retrospect, was this a good name for a cigar? Probably not because people call it twenty two eighty three and yeah. people don't don't realize what it is. Um, I mean, so, it's got a story to it, but you don't want people to have to know a story to just tell you. But what then kind again, of- somebody once said that you know numbers. Guys like numbers, yeah. and they'll remember that or whatever mm. it is. And it's cigar brands that are numbers. Dude, numbers are easy to remember. Like, uh, but I don't know. I'm going to let Dan play with that. Right. That's uh, one of his things. What do we do with this? You're smoking the cigar. Yep. It's, it's going to double in price. Mm-hmm. you got to imagine or, or something like that. Yep. Um, and what does it become? Is that 22, 22 degrees north, 83 degrees west is part of it or none of it? or? Yeah, we'll see. Right. I mean, uh, watch yeah. it evolve. It's I, it was it was fun to learn about it because I remember like I saw it all the time. I was like, "What is this?" And now I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a cool project. All right, uh, we have letters in the mailbox. Uh, we do have an email from uh, Brian. He says, uh, "I would like to know what happens when they pass this new law." I'm guessing it's in a state that's doing this. This new law of no tobacco for those born after uh, 2007. I would like to enjoy with my grandkids. Uh, once one state does it, then uh, we're all done. Uh, thanks for taking my email. Yeah, it's California right now, uh, and I don't think it passes. I don't think no. they think it's going to pass, but this is how it happens. It keeps yeah. popping up. The permaban. It just keeps building. It, yeah. and, and yes, the whole idea of it is that um, a younger person will never get to smoke. So years yeah. from now, the only thing you can smoke is marijuana, yep. uh, <laughs> and that's what they crazy, want. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's yep. crazy what's, what's going on, yep. uh, but it is going on, and uh, eventually... They win because there was times that they said, There's, we're not going to have smoking in casinos. Well, that'll never happen. And <laughs> no, there's no smoking yeah. in restaurants, and there's no smoking in airplanes. Right. And, there's no, and I remember when all of it was absurd, mm-hmm. and then it ends up happening. So mm-hmm. uh, Australia, and I believe New Zealand. Um, New Zealand. New Zealand, yeah. New Zealand passed yeah. one of those already. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, anyone born after, I think it's like 2007 or 2008, mm-hmm. never, never be able to buy tobacco in the country. So, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, if you think about it too, for 10, in 10 years, we went from 18 everywhere yeah. to 21 federally, and now it's trickled down to yeah. all the states where they actually enforce it. Yeah. So it's, it's changing. Yeah. But they're winning, unfortunately. They're winning. Oh, great. All right. Uh, any more? That's it. That's it for today. That's it. So get your emails to us uh, if you would, and we'll read it on the air. And if you have a question to ask, that'll be great, and we'll get to that too. And that is at um, the email address again: theashholespodcast at gmail dot com. Theashholespodcast at gmail dot com. All right. I got a Dave's. Uh, 
six pack and I had to change it up a bit because again the, the problem became availability uh, and, I, and I wanted to, uh, to try to get a 2283 in here so uh, and uh, I'm trying to figure out what I was trying to do. So I got it starts off with an Aladino Corojo Reserva. This is their top mm. top line nice, Robusto. Yeah. Ten dollars and sixty nine cents is that cigar. Uh, I also included a twenty two eighty three um, Corona Extra, which is the one we're smoking. Five dollars mm-hmm. and ninety nine cents. So the, the almost half the price. Yeah. So you see what you think there. Um, and then I don't know where I went with these, but I have All Saint Saint Francis Toro. At ten forty nine, usually I have in my head I have something that a theme, a theme. Yeah, yeah. and I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out as I talk. Uh, La Giana Maduro, that's the raisin toast cigar. Oh yeah, especially the Corona, mm-hmm. seven dollars and ninety nine cents. We got the Arganosa Leaf Validation Corojo Grand Reserva. So there's Corojo in that one. Um, Nine dollars and nineteen cents. Very, very good cigar. I smoked one yesterday. So we got three Corojos. And three value cigars. Oh, they've all been, like, well, the brands have been cigars of the year, right? Yes. All those? Yes. Uh, Chatter Oak Rothschild, Connecticut, $6.29. So you add these all up, you come out to $52.64. But no, 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 not on Dave's six-pack deal, deal of the week. $39.99. You're going to save $12.65. Really good deal. Uh, Huge savings. Uh, so go to twoguyscigars.com. You see on the Dropbox. It just is while they last. Yeah, did, you they, know, yes. did you notice how fast last week sold out? Yes. People were looking on the weekend saying, did it not get put nope. up? Well, yeah, it's yeah. gone. Gone. It's deal. Sold out. Yeah. And this is, I mean, these are all winners. Like, yeah. They're, they're all great cigars. So uh, Dave Sixpack, drop down. Or no, you put in the your keyword just, Dave's yeah, or something. For, you can yeah. just search for Dave. Yeah, even under the pack, the bundles and stuff yeah, like that. Under, yeah. Not, yeah, not bundled, but packed. You know, and but, uh, don't don't wait too long because they they sell out. Well, because if one of the cigars sells out, it's done. It's over. So say somebody says, "Wow, I I don't want to buy your pack, but you're talking nice about that twenty two eighty three and how good of a price it is. Let me buy a few boxes." And the next thing you know, they buy a few boxes. Now we can't put the packs together, right. and that's yep. the end of the pack. So who knows what ends up happening when you do this? I drive them crazy on the on the online oh, yeah. guys. Mm-hmm. They go crazy, but there it is. So uh, that being said, uh, let's get to the top five. Brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Aloha! Today's top five is brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, the medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavor blue label. Series Five Five has it all. Five Five equals the perfect 10, and that's what you get every time. The only thing better than a Five Five cigar is two of them, so you can share with a friend. And now, here's today's top five list. All right, today's top five is the top five times of day to do everything. So this is a little bit different than how we normally structure the list. It's not a ranking. Mm-hmm. These are just five of the best times to do something. All right. Different activities. Okay. So we're going to start with flying. Best, best time to fly. First thing in the morning, first flight out. First mm-hmm. best time to fly, 6 to 7 a.m. Most likely to arrive on time. It stinks getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning to pull it off. But <laughs> yeah, if, you, if right. you have ever went later... 
it's delayed and yeah, shit yeah, happens. Yeah. The longer you can give nope. them in a day to screw things up, mm-hmm. the easier it is for them to screw well, things up. Well, and the planes they need are already in place. Right, yeah. They're not waiting on anything to come in. Yeah, it's the trickle of like yeah. they're going here, then there, and then they're coming to you. So mm-hmm. 6 to 7 a.m., best time to fly. Yeah. Is airline flying the worst thing in the world now? Mm-hmm. They, they don't improve mm-hmm. it. They make it worse and yes, worse and worse. It's like torture. Back yep. in the day, it was great, yep. and it just keeps getting worse every single year. It's mm-hmm. when you could smoke, probably. When All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, best time to take a nap, 2 p.m. Seems, seems early. Seems early for any of us to take yeah. a nap, but it's the best time of day if you're going to take a nap because it won't affect your nighttime sleep. Yes, yeah. I would say that's around right. Yeah, I would have mm-hmm. guessed that as well. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's you get good. get any later than that, and you're waking up too late. Yeah. yeah. Everything's off. Yep. So. And how long is a nap? Uh, it depends. I mean, I was. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's a good nap. That's 20 minutes. It's like 20 minutes? 15, 20 minutes. That's, I, mean, yeah. I, I want an hour. Man. Yeah. Really? An hour on that stuff for that. You do do naps. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You ever so done that? Ed does a nap. I have barely ever done that. You ever yeah. done that, though, where you're like, oh, I'm just going to take a nap and then it's the next day or like, you know, <laughs> 10 hours later? That's what I'm afraid. That's sick. called the flu. I mean, yeah. Like, Only if I've been sick. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. But moving on, the next uh, the next one on our list is the best time to make a cold call if you're a salesperson hmm. between four and five p.m. Really? Like which I disagree with, but they say that your customer is probably more relaxed at that time of day. Maybe they're not going through all the stuff they need to accomplish. They have more time to talk to you. So 4 to 5 p.m. Yeah, so they just imagine. had their happy hour cigar. Yeah, they're relaxed. Exactly. <laughs> if you're calling B2B, like, I don't think you would want to call that because they're like, I want to go home. I don't want to have a exactly. call right now. Yeah, but that, that's what they say, 4 to 5 p.m. Right. Uh, best time to make a big decision is, uh, it's not a specific time, but it's after lunch. They say uh, brain power is better after you eat. So midday after you have lunch is the best time to make a big decision, whatever that may be. I've been doing it in the shower (laughs) because I'm a real quick guy. I make decisions fast. But as I got older and said, I'm going to sleep on it, and I've always heard people say that. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Come up with it with a whole different thing when you wait a day mm. to do it. So that morning I get up, and I got little notes there and stuff. Oh, I'm going to have to do that. And now I start thinking. My day already starts thinking. I'm in the shower, and I've made my final decision. That's where it happens. Huh. Yeah. So I'm usually naked while <laughs> making go. these decisions. And, well, uh, before you send an angry email, have lunch first. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Well, to go into the theme of uh, you know making decisions naked, the best time <laughs> to have sex, according to this list, the best time to have sex is between 7.30 in the morning or 45 minutes after you wake up, which I find crazy, uh, weird, but it's the least stressful part of your day, so it's supposed to be the most enjoyable time to do it. No way. Uh, what about best time to go to the dentist? Never. 2.30. 2.30. Uh, Where's my bell? I walked in. Oh I walked right into it. Yeah. yeah. No bueno. That was not delightful. <laughs> Are you tired of the news claiming the end of the world? Everyone run for cover. Mayday. Are you sick of turning on your radio and hearing things like this? Code red, duck and cover. You're all in danger. Well, I think it's time for some delightful news. Brought to you by Cuban Delight Cigars. How delightful. All right. I tried to move away from the elderly this week. (laughs) Greatest generations not in this uh, delightful news. So Eric Kilburn Jr. is a high school freshman. He's long suffered from painful ingrown toenails and blisters because of ill-fitting shoes. Rebecca Kilburn 
her GYN delivered a memorable piece of advice after she gave birth Get to her Get bigger shoes? <laughs> he said, this kid has the biggest feet I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Do not go out and buy baby shoes because they're not uh-huh. going to fit. We laughed about it at the time, Kilburn says. But Kilburn and her husband, Eric Sr., they're not laughing anymore, Dave. Mm. Kilburn still can't easily find footwear for Eric Jr., now 14, who stands 6 feet 10 inches. Wow. 14. And wears a size 23 shoe. Oh, my God. Yikes. Yeah, the average American male shoe size is 10 and a half. Mm. There he is. Wow. Holy mackerel. Yeah, he's, Man, he's huge. <laughs> he must have giantism. Or yeah, under he's the giant under the giantish. Yeah. Kilburn notes that Eric Jr., who is still growing, <laughs> yeah. does not have an endocrine disorder. Okay. Yeah. The he's Michigan normal. mom is 6 feet 2, and his dad is 6'5". Eric's younger 11-year-old brother is only 5'11 right now. Wow. Yeah, he suffers Big. from calluses, blisters, ingrown toenails, blah de blah I spent hours crying, feeling like I failed my child because I'm not able to find what he needs. Because they don't make it. Well, well they, they make them, but... You know, he had to wear Crocs for two years yeah. straight, even on snowy winter days. <laughs> there were no other options available aside from $1,500 custom Oh, my God. That Man. he would grow out of quickly. Uh, on and on we go. People stare at me a lot, Eric Jr. says. That's not delightful. Um, How old is he now? 14. Wow. Yeah. It's insanely tall for a 14-year-old. Yeah. Uh, Let's let's stay away from the nasty comments. This needs to get delightful, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. At the moment, Eric Jr. is wearing size 22 Nike sneakers. (laughs) That uh, a friend found at an outlet store, the sneakers had been made for a professional athlete. Right, but his feet are so big and wide that we have to have we had to have the twenty twos stretched. Oof, stretching days are over. After a local reporter published a piece about Eric's plight, uh, the story went viral, and the family was inundated with people wanting to help. Uh, For years, her calls and messages were met with, sorry, there's nothing we can do. However, Under Armour and Puma will be creating custom shoes and cleats for Eric Jr., while Cat Footwear wants to send him boots. But strangers are also reaching out to GoFundMe has raised more than $18,000. Oh, God, so he's all set. Yeah. Uh, So Kilburn saw an unmet need and started a Facebook group called Big Shoe Network for people trying to find large shoes. Maybe you could look for fat shoes. I was going to say, what about... uh, So I was going to say, you know, I have... uh, Nobody's doing a GoFundMe page for me, and I don't want one. But uh, I have square feet. So Fred Flintstone type feet. You, I know you look at my hands and you say you got fat fingers and stuff, but my feet are even worse. <laughs> I have eight and a half five E. I don't know so that. It's so there's, yeah. there's E no with, then oh. there's double E, triple E. Okay. Which wide shoes? You go into a, you go into a wide shoe place and they say we carry triple E. Yeah. And I say, do you have five E? And they say, well, there's no such thing as five E. You need triple E. And I said, no, I mean five E. You do you have it? They don't make such a thing. I said, yeah, they do. So you don't have them. And they said, let's just 
we'll get the thing out. And I put oh, yeah. on, they go, wow. Yeah, you know those Lego people mm-hmm. with the blocks for yes. feet? He has the oh, okay. he has Lego feet. Wow. And I was born like this. Little little born this square way. feet and still to this day with a high instep on top of it. Yeah. So um it gets Jeez. impossible. I knew wow. this story would hit it home. Hits home. With you. Yeah. Yeah. Stories, my mo- uh, good for the soul. You know? My mother used to put alcohol in my shoes, my dress shoes, and swish the alcohol yeah. around. Now it's wet. And put my <laughs> oh, foot on no. it, yeah. slide it on, I got my oh. feet off, and then alcohol would eventually dry mm. and my feet mm. look, oh my oh, god. Right out. Off? Yeah, it was like oh, shoehorn. Yeah. <laughs> pulling it off and I would complain, oh my feet, my feet, and end up buying, you know size 10 shoes or something right. because maybe it would and just wear them sideways but, but your yeah. mother didn't sit and cry she just told you to toughen yeah, up yeah toughen up yeah. so where where do you get your shoes now I, so if people it, have this plate or young yeah, Eric's plate there's this one place I'm thinking the name of it it's not coming to my mind um, but it's in the South Shore of Massachusetts and a lot of handicapped people, like if you had your foot run over by yeah. a truck or something, or that's what you which they probably or, assumed happened to you. you know? And uh, I walked into the place before, and I've been getting my <laughs> shoes there for years and years. Wow. And they say, "Oh, we have a thing on you, and it's nice to meet you." And you know, I'm a <laughs> local celebrity. Huh. When I <laughs> You're the guy with the square feet, wow. <laughs> right? So it's it's a terrible oh, thing, anyway. All right. Uh, that is, uh, that is delightful, and yeah, it's, uh, it does cigar, hit home. Yeah. Does it, as the cigar does, it hits home for me, but I, I think it's more of an Ed Sullivan cigar than maybe anybody else's. You know, it's funny. I, I don't think of smoking this, and every time I do, I love it. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a, a solid 92. And oh, my. What a wow. bargain at the price. I think you meant to write uh, that down. Well, he doesn't mean to write. I've got it written down because I gave it a 92 as well. 92 as well. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? I, I jumped the gun when I did my rating. I gave it an 89 and a half, but it should be a 90 because when it first started, it was really strong and it's cooled back down. Mm-hmm. And yeah, great. That's off a little aggressive. I went to 90. That's where I am too. So we're at a 91 ish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is where we are. For the price, you can't beat it. No. Yeah, I'm telling absolutely. you, you're looking for a full bodied cigar. So much for flavor. that. Yeah, for that. He does a great job. Job. Jesus Fuego. Uh, I wish he still had brands out there and stuff, but if he just seemed never got the love, but he's a, a master blender. He's mm-hmm. very, very good, but they're, the family are really farmers, is what they are. So that is it. Next week, la 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 in the cigar industry. <laughs> Why don't we uh, skip the la? What is this? Skip the la or the the and just get to the name. You know, La La Galena, La Galera. There we go. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Why don't they just start with the name? That's it. Because why? It used to be L, too. There used to be a lot of L's. (laughs) Yes. El Dorado, El Don, and La. Uh, So until then, you've been listening to The Assholes, broadcast on the Four Dominicana Studios above Two Guys Smoke Shop. That would be Jose Dominguez, Cigar Studio. Jose Dominguez, what did I say? (laughs) You said La Florida Dominicana. I don't know. Oh, you said La Florida Dominicana. Oh. Jose Dominguez, Cigar Studio, above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. See you next week. and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.